Pension discussions may have stalled amid the latest sexual harassment scandal to rock Frankfurt. But when talks get back on track, one group would like to see some changes. Recently, I sat down with Tom Shelton, the executive director of the Kentucky Associations of School Superintendents, to talk about the pension plan and the model he would like to see adopted. Well, one uh, that we have brought and actually this has been brought for a couple of years uh, and has been out there as a consideration um, is very similar to the conversation most recently that was shared uh, through the Bluegrass Institute um, about staying with the defined benefit plan but restructuring that plan and the way the risk is administered and so we have suggested um, that we look at a shared responsibility model um, you know, this was talked about in the public pension work group in 2015 that worked together and was part of the report that was issued there. And in shared responsibility, what happens is, is instead of all the risk residing with one party or another, it's shared among those who are affected. So, for example, we realize very clearly now with the existing system as it's designed, all the risk resides with the state. And we realize that that's part of the problem. Uh, that's what's affected our credit rating in the state. Um, that's what's affected our economic situation in the state. And so we realize that cannot go on that way. And so why not look at a system that in the future, um, as funding issues become um, affected by things like the Great Recession that we experienced uh, from basically 2008 through 2013, mm -hmm. why would we not share the responsibility for the risk by potentially at that time asking for employees and employers to contribute more to the system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't, we don't blame the entire shortfall of our systems on the state. We know that there were factors that happened in our country that impacted this, just like everyone experienced, even in their 401k plans. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a matter of blame, it's a matter of reality of where we are now and finding um, a solution where everyone can be part of that solution, collaborating together. Um, you know, there's going to have to be some sacrifices from current employees. We would say all of those sacrifices need to be made prospectively, not retroactively. And what I mean by that is, is why take away something someone's already earned? Instead, cap the ability to earn additional benefits in some manner beyond now and for in the future so that at least the benefits that they've derived so far are not lost and so no promise has been broken on what they've earned already um, you know but for a new system moving forward you we have to build in some factors that uh, would allow that risk to not shift totally the employee the current plan shifts all of the risk to the employee move into a purely defined contribution plan with no backup, such as Social Security, as you mentioned, shifts all the burden directly onto the employee. And you already have employees who are working in positions um, and not earning the you know, compensation that they might uh, in other places, mm -hmm. then we're uh, impacting their retirement for potentially the rest of their life. Right. Well, I know it's 
it's it's odd to say this that it's early, but it's early in the process from when we've seen the the final bill to not yet having a special session called and giving lawmakers a time to think about this proposal. Do you think there's enough time between now and whenever that special session is to make those adjustments and then retabulate a, a bill based on what you're uh, proposing here? Well, and that kind of goes back to my point about you know why are we applying one-size-fits-all solution to all of these problems because it seems like we're in a rush to make this happen. And what I would say is we have a 2018 session getting ready to start in January, you know, right after the first of the year. Uh, we're already in November. Why do we have to rush between now and through the holidays and into December to deal with this issue? Uh, our suggestion would be is could this be House Bill or Senate Bill 1 in, in a regular session where we would have ample time for everyone to be engaged and involved in the process. Mm -hmm. Then we wouldn't need to cancel schools. Then we wouldn't need to march on Frankfurt. Then we wouldn't need to have any of those strong type of reactions because people would have time to be part of the process. Don't we need to let people sit down and be collaborative and to offer ideas and suggestions toward how this would happen. But to simply take a fix that's been you know, developed by a very small number of people and then be applied to such a large group of people uh, who are just now finding out what's in the bill. Mm. You know, I mean, I think more and more people are gonna find out more and more things are in this bill that are gonna surprise them. You know, one thing that surprises me that hasn't come up yet from anybody um, that some of us have been talking about is there doesn't seem to be any recognition that this bill calls for um, about 73 percent of the total amount of money that's maintained by KRS, you know, and, and CERS, uh, and then the 18 to 20 billion dollars in the TRS fund, for example, those are the two that we're most worried about, to no longer be administered here in the state of Kentucky this money would be sent out to third-party administrators mm -hmm. who don't participate in the system, who don't have ownership or live here in our state, um, to a system that doesn't have people who, um, you know, are benefit counselors and advisors from here in our state, and would be monitored and maintained by boards of people that they did not get to elect to monitor and govern their own funds. I mean, currently, part of the biggest benefit of the TRS system, for example, is TRS, uh, which is consistently in the top 10 of investment um, results of any uh, public pension system in the country, um, has benefit counselors on staff, has an investment team on staff. Mm -hmm and they are all vested in the plan themselves so they have a common interest uh, with those who are affected and the board is elected by the members mm -hmm. and you know I, I no one seems to have brought that issue up you know that we're talking about billions of dollars of kentucky money leaving the state and going into these other plans you can watch the entire interview with shelton on our website at mycn2.com